The College Football Experience Vanderbilt Commodores 2023 season preview episode on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is brought to you by our very own Patreon. Yes, score exclusive perks, content, and contests, including our NFL win totals contest with a thousand dollar prize up for grabs. Join today, sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash Patreon. We're also brought to you by Game Time. Download the Game Time app to get last minute tickets at the lowest price guaranteed. Use the promo code CFBX for $20 off. Once again, that is CFBX for $20 off. We're also brought to you by DraftKings Sportsbook. Download the app, use the promo code SGP, and get this new customers can score. $200 in bonus bets instantly when they bet just $5 on any college football bet only at DraftKings Sportsbook with the promo code SGP. And remember, as always, folks, to let it ride. Hey, what's up, you degenerate gamblers? This is Bill Burr, and you're listening to SGPN. Let it ride, baby. This is absolutely fantastic. I'm excited to talk Vandy football. I had to, you know, we're, we're going through all 133 teams. We're, we're deep into, into the alphabet. I rushed up Vandy, right? Cause we're going to be done by Saturday morning, but I wanted this out there, get a little shelf life on, on perhaps you betting the over or under. Cause we're going to go through every game on the uh, Vanderbilt Commodores 2023 season preview. We're also going to preview the offense, the defense, the special teams, talk about the transfer portal, talk about Clark Lee, which I think they might have themselves a nice coach there in Clark Lee. Uh, we're going to talk about it all. Shout out to the chat as well. Uh, Realum Re- shout out to Realum in the chat. It says, glad to have y'all back live. He's from new Orleans. There we go. Nola. Shout out, love New Orleans. I love New Orleans, one of my favorite cities in the world. So, shout out to you and appreciate you tuning in to talk a little Vanderbilt Commodore football. They play this Saturday. Holy shit, we got live games. I feel like I've been talking by myself for just like I'm on a, uh, like I just got left on a strange planet and I'm the only person there. And I'm just talking college football. Uh, but uh, you're probably wondering who the hell you're listening to. My name is Colby Swinging Database Dan, aka Pick Dundee. That's not a pick. This is a pick. He was raised in the land down under, where a man thinks on his feet, speaks with his fists, and lives by his wits. When Dundee happened, he was a superstar. I'm probably drinking too much and celebrating too much and not sleeping. Would have killed a normal man, but nah. Now that's gone. The medical advice I got from that was. It was like being hit by lightning. Pretend it never happened and get on with your life. Let's go. Let's go. Vandy fans, they pretended like a few seasons here or there have never happened. 
but they're invested. They're building their stadium. I mean, shit. I saw photos. One of their end zones looks like a construction zone. You might, you might have to s score a touchdown against the Hawaii Rainbow Warriors and work the old Bobcat, you know? Go through some construction tarp. Hey, easy access to the bathroom. They got the uh, porta potty there. Let's go. No, but Vandy is investing in football, and that's what—that's uh, always a beautiful sight. Always a beautiful sight. Uh, look, and we got Michael Barker, aka College Football Campus Tour, that's going to join us in a little bit. Talk about Vanderbilt Stadium. We're going to talk all about it. But uh, you know, before all that, you know, I want to just talk a little bit about Clark Lee. I mean, this is a guy that I think uh, had a great breakthrough second season. Former former Vanderbilt player himself, where he played fullback. You know, we have a theory on this show that fullbacks are the greatest human beings on planet earth. So this is part of our thesis on, you know, you hire a fullback, good things are going to happen. Seth Luttrell, former Oklahoma fullback. I don't know how he got fired at North Texas. They played in the CUSA championship game. Tom Rathman, William Floyd. I mean, these guys, they should be involved with our fucking space program for all, of, uh, all you know, for all I'm concerned. Um, yeah. Clark Lee doing a great job. And uh, obviously he bounced all around as a coach. He was, you know, I think he was an assistant or a G no, he was a GA at UCLA uh, jumped over to South Dakota state. Then he went back to UCLA, then to Bowling Green and Syracuse and wake forest, uh, then Notre Dame and then Vanderbilt. So uh, and, and man, he just did a great, I mean, that's a, that's great coaching pedigree. When you look at the coaches he's been with, it's an unbelievable, uh, you know, Brian Kelly, Mike Elko, Mike Elko, I think is fantastic. You're seeing what he's doing with the Duke blue devils right now. Uh, he was at Syracuse with Scotty Schaefer. I know that you say what you want, but, uh, he was also at date with Dave Clawson at wake forest, uh, and Bowling green. He was with Rick Neuheisel and Carl Durrell at UCLA. He was with John Stiegelmeyer from South Dakota state. People don't know that Stiegelmeyer just retired. He led the Jack rabbits to a national championship at Sacra at uh, South Dakota state Subscribe to the FCS college football experience, which I also host. Um, yeah. I mean, so year one at Vanderbilt, he's two and 10, Oh, and eight in the sec. And you're thinking, ah, oh, this is more, more of the same, right? With the exception of the James Franklin era. I mean, I guess Derek Mason had a couple decent years, but you know, back to Rod Dowhower and shit, you know, they, they weren't winning much and two and 10, Oh, and eight year one. You're thinking, I don't know about this hire. Well, boom. Last year happens five and seven, five and seven. I feel like I know they didn't get to a bowl, but I feel like they were a bowl caliber team. They went two and six in the sec beat what Florida beat Vanderbilt. And, and here's another thing is like, if you look at, at uh, you know, essentially just in general, how they played, um, I feel like they were just a com more competitive team. I mean, they beat the piss out of Hawaii. Now we knew that that was going to happen. If you listen to us, at least here, because Hawaii was just ever, you know, they had like a fucking mutiny in Hawaii. Todd Graham got fired. All their players leave, but still, I don't care. You beat any FBS team by 53 points. You're Vanderbilt. You celebrate that. They beat Elon. It was an FCS playoff team by 11. Uh, they beat Northern Illinois. I know they weren't a great team in the Mac, but still. 
And then you thought it was going to be more of the same, you know, 20 point loss to wake 52 point loss to Bama. Uh, you know, I think what t- 24 point loss to Ole Miss 55 point loss to, to, to Georgia. But then I would circle like October 22nd as the date where you really saw like to me, the buy-in 17, 14 loss at Missouri and Columbia, Missouri, which is one of those strange sec road trips. They got a bye week then. And then they lost to South Carolina at 38, 27, but even that game was closer than what you think. Then they beat Kentucky 24, 21 in Lexington. Fantastic win on the road. And then they beat the Florida Gators 31, 24 and you're buying all the way in. And then I don't know what the hell happened. Uh, it, against Tennessee because they lost fifty six nothing. But <laughs> besides that, besides that blemish, I felt like this team was a lot more competitive than the previous the previous years. So shout out to Dick Gersberger in the chat. He's talking about hey Vanderbilt's a baseball school man where they're throwing money in. They got Jerry Stackhouse believing in the basketball program. They got Clark Lee, uh, you know, believing in the football program. Let's go Commodores. Let's get Nashville rocking. Um, folks, we're going to talk about the 2023 Commodores. We're going to talk about the offense, the defense, the special teams, all that good stuff. But before we do that, I want to tell you that the college football experience Vanderbilt Commodores 2023 season preview, which by the way, we did hit the over last year on Vanderbilt. We were correct on taking the over on the Commodores, but I want to tell you that the 2023 Commodores season preview is brought to you by the game time and the game time app buying tickets to your favorite events. Shouldn't be that stressful. Take, take right now. You know, you're, sw- you're probably thinking, Oh, you're going to go to the Vanderbilt game. You don't even realize that the stadium's under construction. You might have to stress out getting a ticket to catching the rainbow warrior. So uh, game time is the fast and easy way though, to buy tickets for all sports, music, comedy, and theater that is near you with killer deals on last minute tickets and their best price guarantee, which is actually awesome. We'll talk about that in a second. You can stop stressing over the tickets and start getting hype for all the fun that you'll be having at the event. Um, forget planning months in advance. What's that ever got anybody? All right. <laughs> game time has deals on tickets right up to the day of the event. Uh, get exclusive flash deals on tickets for football, basketball, baseball, concerts, comedy, theater, and more. And the game time guarantee means you'll always get the best price. This is a great guarantee here. Check this out. If you get tickets in the same section or row for less, game time will credit you 110% of the difference. Folks, what are we doing here? Get on over there. Snag the tickets without the stress with game time. Download the game time app, create an account, use the promo code CFBX. That is CFBX for $20 off. Terms apply, of course. Um, download the game time app today. Last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. Get in on it. We're also brought to you by Underdog Fantasy. Yes, uh, look, August is almost over. You know what that means. You gotta get your fantasy drafts in. I've already done my college football fantasy football draft. Folks, if you're not playing college football, fantasy football, what are you doing? What are you doing? Uh, I got my I got my NFL draft scheduled for Sunday. I'm ready. I'm ready to go, right? Uh, but get championship ready for your home league by trying out best ball and underdog fantasy. All you have to do is, uh, you know, one live snake draft. I don't know if you've never done best ball. No waivers, no trades. You set it, you forget about it, and boom, underdog's going to do the rest for you. Try it out with underdog's best ball mania tournament, which is strictly, you know, simply, I should say not strictly simply amazing because it is the largest fantasy football contest of all time. $15 million are up for grabs, including an absurd $3 million going to the winner. Do you have what it takes to win? I ask you. All right. 
The time is now the last day to draft. Obviously the window is shutting folks on the, on fantasy football. The last time the draft uh, will be September 7th. So get on over there, visit on visit underdogfantasy.com or find them in the app store and sign up with the promo code SGPN to get your uh, first deposit double up to a hundred dollars. Once again, that's underdogfantasy.com promo code SGPN concerned with your play call 1-800-GAMBLER. All right, we are back on the college football experience. Vanderbilt Commodore's 2023 season preview. Shout out to the chat. I see you rocking along. Remember, you can watch this on YouTube, youtube.com slash the college experience. And remember, folks, not only we're talking to Commodore fans here or whoever's watching this, but we not only host the college football experience, we host the college basketball experience, Jerry Stackhouse. I think, you know, I saw a tide turn. I saw a tide turn a little bit there. Uh, this past it's season, it's easy to see a tide turn. We also host the college baseball experience. Me, Noah, Beanick, Vandy's got a great baseball squad. People know that, right? Chat was talking about it earlier. I also host the FCS college football experience. UT Martin fans, Tennessee state is in Nashville. What are we doing? Eddie George, they play at Notre Dame this year. We got you covered Chattanooga. East Tennessee state, man, Tennessee's got Tennessee tech, the golden Eagles. We got you covered uh, in the, on the FCS college football experience. That's a solo podcast. Just like this is a solo podcast, the college football experience, college baseball experience, college basketball experience. We even have a big 12 experience with some big 12. I'm not hosting that one, but they're talking big 12 nonstop. We come together all those podcasts. So go subscribe, rate review, all that shit to all of those. But we come together as one on YouTube, youtube.com slash the college experience. So subscribe over there as well. Um, and uh, yeah, uh, if you're here rocking, uh, thank you. And uh, I know it's in the wee hours, but I wanted to get this thing out with some shelf life before this Hawaii game. I can't wait to watch this one. Um, but let's talk a little bit about the transfer portal because that's such a big factor in college football 2023. You know, short of Clemson, Army, Navy, Air Force, I feel like everyone else, it's a big thing. You grade it. You got to grade it because some of your best players are leaving. Are you bringing in good players back? I, you know, let's talk about it because departing Nashville is a slew of players. Uh, running back Maurice Edwards headed out to Northern Iowa. They're going to be good in the FCS. Once again, subscribe to the FCS College Football Experience. Um, and they watch out. Northern Iowa might be a live dog against that uh, Iowa State. They always give Iowa State trouble. Week one, they play Iowa State, and Iowa State's got all those gambling suspensions. Uh, linebacker Daniel Martin heads out to a community. He's going the JUCO route. Um, wide receiver Devin Bodie heads out to the Wyoming Cowboys and Craig Bull. Tight end uh, Joel DeCourcy, DeCourcy, I think it might be. He's in the portal. Safety Chase Lloyd heads out to Florida A and M. Watch out, Rattler fans in the FCS—they might be pretty good. Uh, tight end Joel DeCourcy also heads to. Oh no, so no, <laughs> I said the same name twice. He landed at San, at Samford in uh, the FCS as well. Punter Jared Wheatley is in the portal, and this is a big one here. Uh, I would say both these ones here. Running back Ray Davis, four-star transfer, goes to Kentucky. I mean, come on—you beat Kentucky a year ago. What? What the hell's going on here? What the hell is going on here? What are you doing? They're off you little NIL deal. Come on. You're telling me the fine people in Nashville couldn't get him a deal. They also lose their, their other running back. Rocco Griffin heads out to the UTSA Roadrunners. Meep, meep. Uh, tight end Diego LaMonica is in the portal. 
And then quarterback Mike Wright. Remember Mike Wright? He started some games during that two and ten season. You know, I, at moments I was starting to think, okay, he heads out to Mississippi State. Uh, obviously, obviously, our friend of the program, longtime friend Mike Leach, passed away. Uh, terrible situation there, tragic. But maybe Mississippi State can help rebound with Mike Wright. Uh, defensive end Elijah McAllister. I mean, this is a big one too. He heads out to to Auburn. That's a that's a tough loss. Um. They also lost defensive lineman Malik Langham to the Purdue Boilermakers, and then cornerback uh, Jadal's Richard to to Miami, the Hurricanes. So I mean, they they took some hits in this portal, and that's it as far as twenty four seven sports is reporting. At least uh, I know the shit is a this changes nonstop. So <laughs> incoming, they only brought in three guys. All these academic schools are just going through hell right now with the portal. Stanford, Northwestern. Well, Northwestern's going to hell with everything right now, but you know, Duke, I think it's hard to bring people in. Um, so they get linebacker Aninas DeCosmo coming in from Stanford. Speak of the devil. There we go. Stanford Cardinal, who I think are, are on the verge of being in the ACC, according to reports. Kicker Jacob Borsella coming in from the Kansas Jayhawks. And then this is a nice one here. Linebacker Prince Colley from Notre Dame. Clark Lee familiar with him, obviously. That is a nice get, but they clearly got destroyed in the transfer portal. There's no, no ifs, ands or buts about it. You know what I mean? They, they got their ass kicked in the portal a little bit. Um, you know, I, I, I still think there's optimism around this team and uh, yeah, I'm excited. I'm excited to uh, talk about it here. So uh, let's look at the offense for 2023 because a season ago they were the 88th ranked scoring offense in America. 57th in rush offense, 111th in pass offense, charting at the number 100 offense, which was improved. Uh, but they're still got a long way to go. 100, 100th in the nation out of 131 a season ago. This year we have 133. Um, let's talk a little bit about it because this team, I think they found their guy in AJ Swan. If you if you saw. If you saw what ten, I think yeah what ten touchdowns two interceptions took great care of the ball which is what Vanderbilt needs you know Vanderbilt's got to use the Duke or the Stanford route under Harbaugh and uh, you know I, I still think Stanford recruits better than but still uh, what they got to do is just protect the ball a little bit better if you're gonna win at these at these places you know Pat Fitzgerald did a great job with it at Northwestern for a long time but taking care of the ball being a physical defense. Um, so he enters his sophomore season very impressive in his six starts a season ago for offensive coordinator Joey Lynch. Uh, the running back situation. No, and by the way, Ken Seals is the backup. He's experienced as well. He got some starts uh, in that two and ten season as well. And, and there was moments where I actually liked his game. So I mean, I, I think they're actually in a decent spot at the quarterback spot despite losing some guys. Um, the running back room is interesting. They're counting on freshmen uh, Cedric Alexander. And uh, then after that, you're looking at Patrick Smith, who got a couple starts, I think, with them, and then Chase Gillespie. That is certainly an area you want to circle after taking the hits that they did from a season ago. I think I think it is concerning. So, uh, the wide receiver room, Will Shepard, folks, you watch this kid. This kid is nasty. We just did a DFS episode. Go listen to our DFS episode for week zero. But uh, Will, Will Shepard, he's a stud, and and what I think he was like all team. All SEC second team or something a year ago, I believe. If memory serves me correct. Um, he's a stud. He's back. Jaden McGowan's back. Um, 
they're breaking in a, a third wideout in in Quincy Skinner that they're that they're excited about. He's a, he's a junior. He played in nine games a season ago. Uh, they also have Davion Walker and uh, a few other ones, uh, Ezra McAllister, that could be getting some some, some burn here. Uh, the tight end room is interesting. Uh, Justin Ball comes in. Uh, you know, the, this is someone that uh, got four starts a season ago that they're excited about. So uh, him, they also uh, you know have a few other guys there. Uh, the offensive line does return four or five starters. I think this is what you circle. This is why you should your optimism. And you know, I understand you're you're probably pissed. if you're a Vanderbilt fan, you're pissed off about what happened with your running backs. But I think you're happy with your quarterback position. You're happy uh, with the wideouts, and you're happy with the offensive line. And that that is why you should be excited. They are breaking in. A, I know they brought in the kid from Kansas, but he wasn't very good at Kansas uh, a season ago. Twenty two of thirty eight kicking. Maybe as a bounce back year. Besides that, they have freshman Brock Taylor at the kicker at the kicker spot. So uh, the defensive side of the ball, which is uh, which is Clark Lee's area of uh, you know obviously that was how he that was his calling card. Um, they have Nick Howe, former Bronco Mendenhall uh, protege, should I say? Um, and the defensive side of the ball returns eight starters. Uh, a year ago, they were 124th in scoring defense, 36 points per game. If you take away the Tennessee, Alabama, and Georgia game, I mean that's just tough to get to get those three opponents. I mean, Tennessee maybe not because that's regional, but I mean they're a good team. But I'm just saying that should happen on the schedule. Getting Georgia and Bama, it's tough. It's tough. Um, 95th in rush defense, 127th in pass defense, charting at the number one 22nd defense in the, in the nation. So they were the ninth worst defense in America a season ago. I don't know that I fully buy into all that. Uh, you get, you get Georgia, you get Alabama, you get Tennessee, who was a very high octane offense a season ago. You got to take some hits. I think they might've been a little bit better than those numbers, but can they get even better than that? Is the question. Look at the defense. You see uh, optimism. The defensive line they get so they go out and get Aninas to Cosmo. This guy played a lot of games Stanford, so uh, he's going to be able to hop into the starting lineup. We think with three returning starters on the defensive line: Nate Clifton, Devin Lee, Christian James. I think the defensive line is going to be in decent shape. It's going to be improved. Maybe just maybe they can get to lower thir- lower than thirty six points a game because uh, that's a lot of points. Uh, linebacking core. CJ Taylor back, Ethan Barr back. They're breaking in Kane Patterson, a senior that played in 12 games a season ago. Uh, they also have uh, the Notre Dame transfer they brought in. So maybe he gets in the, in there, maybe, maybe not, but they bring back two of three in the linebacking core. And then the secondary brings back three of four. I think you gotta be thrilled on the defense side of the ball. Secondary cornerback uh, BJ Anderson back, both safeties. Um, Dericky Wright and Jalen Mahoney back. Cornerback Tyson Russell is is one they're counting on. He did get six starts a season ago, but that is the the uncertain spot I would say on the in the secondary. Punter Matthew Hayball, Florida Atlantic transfer, um, he's back. So, I mean, the defense side of the ball I think could take that next step. It, it really could. Um, now, like I said, a year ago, what'd they get? They get Ole Miss every year from the West, so they got Bama and Ole Miss. So this year, you know, okay, you can rejoice a little bit because you don't have Bama. You get Auburn, right? Which I think that that's a huge win. But 
Let's talk about this thing. We're going to go through the schedule. We're going to go game by game, but I do expect the defensive numbers to be better. Just the fact you don't draw Bama and the fact that defensive line's a little more experienced and the fact that you return eight starters on and, and, I, and I like the coaching staff. So defense will get better offense. I think slightly better. So if I'm doing this again next year, which I should be, hopefully God willing, uh, I would expect their numbers to be high eighties, early nineties, something like that. Defensively though, I can guarantee they'll be better than one one twenty second. I'd be shocked if they're worse than one twenty second. So let's go folks. Um, all right, look, before we go game by game on the schedule, I want to tell you folks out there that the college football experience Vanderbilt Commodores 2023 season previews brought to you by DraftKings. Look, we've waited all year long for this folks. We've waited all year long. College football is finally back. Everything we love about it. What makes college football so special? The traditions, the tailgates, the fight songs, and the great offers from DraftKings Sportsbook. Right now, new customers can score $200 in bonus bets instantly when they bet just $5 on any college football bet. Any. So kick off the season with the DraftKings Sportsbook. Let's lay that 17, by the way. Let's lay that 17 against Hawaii. Right now, I think 17, 17, 17 and a half. Let's lay it. Let's get to it. Uh, download the app now and use the promo code SGP. New customers can score uh, $200 in bonus bets instantly when they bet just $5 on any college football bet. Only on DraftKings Sportsbook with the promo code SGP. Let's go. Gambling problem call 1 800 Gambler. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbooks uh, for details and state specific responsible gambling resources. Bonus bets expire seven days after issuance. Eligibility and deposit uh, restrictions apply. Terms at sportsbook.draftkings.com slash football terms. We're also brought to you by Sports Gambling Podcast Patreon. What are we doing here, folks? Make sure to check out our Patreon. Sign up for the Patreon to get access to exclusive contests, including our NFL win totals contest with a thousand dollar first place prize. We also have a, a college football week zero contest going. Get in on uh, the guys just recorded their first uh, you know, sports gambling podcast stories podcast just for the patrons, chronicling the birth of the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. There's even a Discord channel uh, just for the patrons. Sports Gambling Podcast has and always will give out their uh, our picks for free. Don't get it twisted. We're not trying to steal money from you. Patreon is just a great way to fight back, uh, you know, against corporate gambling. Essentially, those guys and support us, man. We've been independent since 2011. Let's go. SportsGamblingPodcast.com/slash/Patreon. That's SportsGamblingPodcast.com/slash/Patreon. All right, we are back on the college football experience. The chat is rocking. They're optimistic about the Vanderbilt Commodores 2023 season preview. Shout out to Dick Gersberger. He keeps he keeps talking about how he's high on Vanderbilt. I'm high on Vanderbilt. <laughs> uh, I am high on Vanderbilt. Let's talk about it because let's talk about the schedule. If you're watching on YouTube, youtube.com slash the college experience, you see the win total. First off, shout out to Cam, our graphics guy. He's always doing great work. The win total sitting at three and a half. Wait a second. They won five a year ago. I I get it. They lost some some people in the portal, but they still return their quarterback, their offensive line, and most of their damn defense. And their wideouts. Without without thinking, I'm on the over. Let's go. Let's get into it. Let's get into it because it's going to be fun here. Week zero, the Hawaii Rainbow Warriors. Timmy Chang, I had a chance to interview him this offseason. I was at Mountain West Media Day. T- Timmy Chang, great guy. I, I thought he did an unbelievable job year one. If you saw that Vanderbilt game where Vanderbilt won by 53 in the season opener, A, hope you cashed in because we gave that out. But Hawaii inherited a mess, an absolute mess. And I thought 
by the time you saw Hawaii in week six, they were so much better. It was almost like a different team. It was almost like a different team. So I give Timmy Chang a ton of credit for, for making that team a lot better. Three and 10 best three and 10 job in the season or in college football. Uh, that's, that's funny because no one else played just 13 games in the regular season, but I, I mean, I, I do expect this game to be closer. I even think first, first half might be interesting, but I think the Vanderbilt will, will they'll wear them down. They're not there yet. Great first year in my opinion. And they need to be patient with Timmy Chang because he inherited probably the worst situation in all the college football last year. Uh, so I will lay the 17. Uh, we have a number on this one because the game's going to happen in a couple days here. Uh, lay the 17. Let's go. 17 and a half. Lay it. Uh, it might be tricky in the first half. If you're looking to bet Hawaii, you better bet that thing first quarter, or first half, I think. Uh, week two, Alabama AM comes in the town. They haven't been the same team since Akil Glass left, star quarterback. I expect Vanderbilt to be two and zero. So wait a second, they're two and zero by September second, where that's week one for the rest of the college football world. The win total is three and a half. All you got to do is win two more games. Fuck, am I missing here? Then they they travel to Winston Salem, North Carolina, to take on the Wake Forest Demon Deacons. Now Dave Clawson, fantastic. I I'm intrigued by this game. I thought last year it was a little closer than the final score indicated. I think it was like a pick six, but this is the student against the teacher. Clark Lee, you know, was with Dave Clawson at Bowling Green. He was also with Dave Clawson at Wake Forest. So he's going to know what he wants to do. And then you add in the fact that Sam Hartman's now at Notre Dame. Like I, I love Dave Clawson. I think he's a fantastic football coach. One of the most underrated coaches in America, but I think this game's tricky because Clawson Lee's going to know what Clawson's trying to do. It's at Wake Forest. I'll give a slight lean to Wake. But it wouldn't shock me if Vanderbilt got the got the got the dub here. It's got. I'm fascinated by that game. I know most people get bored by that, but I love that game. I love that game right there. I'll say two and one. Wouldn't be surprised if they're three and zero. They got back to back away. They head to Vegas to take on Barry Odom. I I had a chance to sit down with Barry Odom this past year and or this off season. Uh, look, I you and all you made an interesting hire there. They run they, originally. Bobby Petrino was there for two weeks as an OC, and then he left. The, the Marcus Arroyo, the former UNLV coach, was recruiting at a pretty good level for UNLV. It didn't work out. Personally, I thought they might have should have been a little bit more patient with Arroyo, but he walks into a more talented team, I think, than people think. But come on, I mean, I know UNLV went into Nashville and won a couple of years ago. What was that? Nineteen? Twenty? No, it was nineteen, I think. Um. I think Vandy gets revenge on them here. I think they're going to go. Cause that, that that's another thing. They don't play at Sam Boyd anymore. They play at that filthy dome. I hate that stadium. And I think there's no crowd anymore. The students don't go to that. They go to the Sam Boyd game. So Vandy's going to win this game. I think give me three and one. So wait a second. It's September 16th. You got three wins. All you need is one more win. And now you host the Kentucky wildcats on September 23rd. Yes. They got Devin Leary. NC State transfer and Stoops does a good job with the Wildcats, turning them into a football school. Dare I say? Um, they beat Kentucky in Lexington. Wouldn't shock me if they re-upped. I'll say this stretch is very important right here. September twenty third and September thirtieth, they're home to Kentucky and Missouri. All you need is one win. 
I think they have a shot. And I would even say they have a shot in the third game at Florida. I know they haven't, I know they have a horrible history in the swamp, but I think one of those three games, they will win one of those three games. They will win. Then on October, so I'm on the over there. That's the over. That's four. That's four wins, and they might even get the weight game. Might be five. Then they host the Georgia Bulldogs on October 14th. That game won't be close. Then they get a bye week, and then they head to Oxford, Mississippi, take on Lane, the the, the Portal King, Lane Kiffin. You know, I expect Mississippi to win that game, Oxford, but I mean, maybe. Maybe that's closer than what we think. Uh, what last season it was? I don't know. They got them last season. I think pretty good. All right, so that's a loss. Then they're home to Auburn. Hugh Strip Club Freeze coming in. He'll coach from anywhere. He'll coach from a hospital bed. Coach from the strip club, perhaps one day. Uh, this is a winnable game. I'll still take Auburn. Still take Auburn. They're at South Carolina on November 11th. and they get a bye week late. Uh, no, they get the two bye weeks because of week zero. That's always key too. I like it when teams have that. And then on November 25th, they're heading to Knoxville. All right. They should probably lose those past two games, but maybe a South Carolina game. That's winnable. When it's all said and done, I think they're going to go four and eight or five and seven. Let me build you the best case scenario here. Best case scenario. Vandy's bowling, baby. They beat Hawaii. They beat Alabama A and M. They upset Wake Forest. Remember, Wake Forest almost lost to Liberty a year ago. They go three and zero. They beat UNLV four and zero. They get either Kentucky or Missouri, or dare I say both? Can you imagine that? It sets up nice for that. But let's say they go five and one. They lose one of those. I think they could still sneak up the second half of the season. Maybe they get Auburn on November fourth. Six and six season. The floor, the floor is they beat Hawaii. They beat Alabama A&M. They lose to wake. They lose to UNLV because it's a back-to-back away. And <laughs> that's a far trip. Um, and it's Vegas distractions. And then you lose every game in the sec. I still don't think that's going to happen though. Give me the over. I feel pretty damn good about it. I know NC Nick locked it up. Let's ride that over three and a half wins with the Commodores. Clark Lee, building it the right way. Let's go. All right. So look, I'm on the over before we get out of here. I had a chance to sit down with Michael Barker to talk a little bit about, you know, his travels down to Nashville, Tennessee and and Vanderbilt going to Vanderbilt football game. So Michael Barker is, is college football campus tour folks. If you don't know, give him a follow on Twitter. But anyway, here is that interview. Joining me on the college football experience, Vanderbilt Commodores 2023 season preview is none other than Michael Barker, AKA college football campus tour. Look, Michael has been to every single college football stadium in the land, all 133 FBS stadiums. He's been to a lot of them multiple times and he's been to a lot of FCS D two and D three stadiums. And he publishes all of it via his Twitter account at CFP campus tour. He documents his travels, which is just insane. Five, six, seven games a week. It is just unbelievable. Uh, Michael, I appreciate you hopping on the show, talking a little Vanderbilt football and Vanderbilt stadium, man. Thank you for having me. Thank you for the introduction. And as of very recently, it is now first bank stadium. So uh, not to be cute, confused with second bank or fourth bank is first bank. Uh, <laughs> but 
Yeah, um, I, you know, it's uh, opened in 1922, so it's got a lot of history. I'm looking forward to talking to you about it. It's it's as far as I'm concerned. I hear on the college football experience, it's Vanderbilt Stadium, and it will stay Vanderbilt Stadium. I don't care what they want to put on there. It is Vanderbilt Stadium, man. Tell me about the history of this place. So, 101 year old stadium opened in 1922. Uh, the original capacity 20,000, and it's interesting because at the time. Tennessee in-state rival had just got a new stadium the year before and it only had 3,200 seats. So six times Tennessee and we know what Tennessee has now uh, in comparison. So it's interesting to see that, that dynamic in history. Currently first bank stadium has a 40,000 seat capacity. It uh, is the smallest stadium in the sec. The next uh, next smallest is Kentucky has 61,000. And it's a construction zone for the 2023 season. They've knocked down both the south and north end zones. And so you'll only have sideline seatings on the home and the roadside for the entire 2023 season. Uh, what they're doing is building new premium seating, a new student dining hall, a brat basketball practice facility is going to be behind one of the end zones. It will be ready next year. Uh, I was planning on going to the week zero game. They, they open against Hawaii. Last year, I saw Vanderbilt blow out Hawaii in uh, Honolulu. So, uh, but based on the photos, it's a transition year for the stadium. So, hopefully, when it's done and the renderings come to life, can take a trip there in 2024. Oh man, that's a bummer for Week Zero. But yeah, so 2024. Okay, I mean, yeah, I mean, I like the fact it's it's so old. Hate the name, but. Uh, how many times have you been here, man? So I've been there for one game. It was in 2019. It was part of a five game and five day opener. Uh, it was Thursday, Clemson, Friday, Michigan state, Saturday, Vanderbilt, Sunday, uh, Oklahoma, Monday, Louisville. And it was the season opener, like I said, against Georgia. And it was, it was a disappointing experience because a lot, what I was told was that Vanderbilt fans sold their season, their tickets to Georgia fans at a marked up price and that helped them pay for their whole season. So that particular game, uh, Georgia blew them out. And in the fourth quarter, the whole stadium was barking like dogs. So I thought that going for the opener, you'd get the best crowd. It just turned out that the finances didn't work that way. Uh, I, I mentioned that I wanted to go to the week zero opener. This one, I thought that would be a good one. Now the stadium is in, in, is a construction zone, as I mentioned. So I'm hoping that 2024, when this is all done, can get back out there. The renderings look very nice. And, you know, one thing that's really cool about this stadium is Nashville is a huge city. And a lot of times you're not, you know, there's not that many college football, major college football schools in a big city. And so when this is done, Nashville is a huge growing uh, city. Hopefully the, uh, the, the new aesthetics and the new look of a 101 year old stadium will look great and it will attract, you know, onlookers and curious people and games in 2024 will be a fun experience. Yeah. Yeah. You're right. I mean, look, I, especially better than the Titans are talking about building a dome. Terrible, terrible. Uh, sign me up for Vanderbilt football games in Nashville or Tennessee state, something, but not that, uh, well, folks, get on over to Twitter and give Michael a follow. Did you see what he just said? By the way, he said, "I'm gonna go." I was at Michigan State. I was at Oklahoma. I was at Louisville. That's what I'm talking about. I mean, it's a must-follow on Twitter at CFB Campus Tour because 
He's in like five, six, seven games a week documenting his travels. And it's a really professional page. It's not going to, you're not going to see like, uh, there's the woman at Starbucks bothered me with their order. That, no, this is just, this is just classic stadium posting in my opinion. Like it's a lot of times we'll, we'll show the history of the stadiums, do the photo of the game. It's absolutely fantastic. Uh, Michael, I appreciate you hopping on the show and I look forward to seeing your travels this fall, man. Thank you. Can't wait to share them and uh, appreciate the platform and on your show as always Colby. Anytime brother. Take care, man. Are right, you too? Michael Barker. Yeah. I want to get down there to Nashville. I've been to Nashville a couple times. want to get down. I'm going to wait it out until next year. Maybe join Michael Barker, catch a game as Clark Lee continues to, to get this direction or to, to get this uh, program going in the right direction. I can't fucking talk. I'm doing so many damn podcasts. Yes. Folks subscribe to the college football experience because we're breaking down all 133 teams. And this is like number one, 28. We're that close. We're that close. Uh, seasons here. Go listen to our week zero preview and picks. Go listen to our locks episode. Uh, it's fascinating. All of it. I can't wait uh, every year. It, it still does the same trick for me folks. Uh, so if you can give us a follow on Twitter at uh, TCE on SGPN. I'm on Twitter at the Colby D and uh, make sure you subscribe to all of our feeds. I mentioned the, the college football experience, the FCS college football experience, the college basketball experience, the college baseball experience, the big 12 experience and all those podcasts come together as one on YouTube, youtube.com slash the college experience. Subscribe over there, please. If you can hop on over to iTunes, give us a five-star review. We'd appreciate that. Uh, it always helps with sponsors, you know, help me help you, man. Uh, folks, I'm excited to watch Vanderbilt football. I'm on the over. I think it's a pretty strong bet too. All right, let's go. Let's ride this thing. Uh, until next time folks. Also whoa, whoa, whoa. check out the sports gambling podcast, breaking out all 32 NFL teams. Folks, what are you doing? NFL season's coming. Uh, also get the SGP and apps free to download in the app store and Google play store and, and come talk Vanderbilt ball with us. Baseball, basketball, football, shit, softball. I don't care. Uh, sports gambling podcast.com slash discord until next time. This is the college football experience, Vanderbilt Commodore style. You better start thinking about yours. And we out of here. Run and shoot.